Well, we're going to do something new and different this time on the Urantia podcast. For those who are listening to the podcast, we're actually doing a video version. Uh, and uh, we're going to call this series Inside the Urantia Book. And my intention is to introduce people who are just now hearing about the book and maybe want to know a little bit about it and a little bit about me. Um, I've been a reader for a long, long time. And I've had a podcast now for a few years. And in every podcast, which you can find at urantiaradio.net, uh, I, I tackle issues in the book having to do with current life, the way things are going in society, new discoveries that are made that substantiate the Urantia book. And I just want to uh, go over a couple of things this time. I, I wanted to get at least four points uh, to you, which I think are, are pretty interesting. Now, I'm just a laid-back guy. I, I'm not a preacher, and I don't claim to have any kind of affiliation with with any church or any belief system. I don't, I mean, I, I believe uh, in the divinity of Christ, and I believe that all human beings are endowed with a spirit, and that we all have potential, and that there is a great life ahead. This life is also extremely important, and will probably prove to be one of the more interesting, but it's a starting point. It's where we learn the rudiments of morality and ethics and uh, how to get along and how to treat people and how to serve one another. You know, no other animal species thinks about any of those things. They simply exist as they were born and they have their characteristics and they just do what they do without questioning. But human beings were different. You know, we have will, we have choice, we have self-determination, we have wisdom, well, some of us anyway, uh, and we are always exploring. We're always looking for something. Uh, we're always building better things. We're always trying to figure things out and manipulate and make our life better and more pleasurable. And along the way, in our human history, we've been, giving, we've been given glimpses of truth. Just enough that we can understand, but also that help us to become better at being human beings. And so I thought what I would first do is just explain to you what the Arantia book is. It's a 2,000-page book. It's divided into four parts. Uh, it's about uh, 196 separate individual essays or papers. And each one of those specific papers, it's almost like a history book. It starts from the very beginning of things, and then it moves along a linear time scale to eventually the appearance of human beings. And then it also gives us a glimpse into two things. One where our earth is headed as a species and what we can expect in the future and two what's ahead for each of us in our own personal spiritual journey uh, that we are destined to go to a specific place and but that's not the last place we'll go to uh, the, the the overall presentation of the Arantia book is that there is a huge universe of, of, of multiple universes and multiple kinds of life forms. And we represent one specific type of what they call ascending suns. 
We are ascending human beings, or as science likes to call us, sentient human beings. But we are ascending. We're, we're becoming more intellectual, more spiritual with each life that we take up in this journey. So the Urantia book is basically the story of that. It simply tells us what we can expect in this journey and what is expected of us as well in terms of personal behavior and conduct and the way that we think. You know, one of the things I like about the Urantia book is that the authors put a lot of emphasis on thinking, the quality of thinking. And the quality of thinking can only be improved by the choices that a person makes in their life, whether they read, whether they are constantly seeking for new knowledge. If they make a choice and their quality of thinking improves, generally speaking, that person's life also improves. And, and I think I've seen a lot of examples of this. Smart people got there because they made decisions that made them smarter. So the Arantia book to me, you know, I don't want to call it a religion because there's no formality. There's nothing that you do. You don't even have to adhere to believing that the Arantia book is true uh, if you're worried about, you know, resurrection and having a soul. The Arantia book very plainly states that we all have the Spirit of God in us. And it's up to us to make that connection and to develop that connection and have that connection carry us into the next life. So where did it come from? Well, no one knows who exactly wrote it, but we do know that each of the papers has a signatory. A being, a personality states that they are responsible for that specific paper. Now, if you read the book, then each of the personalities is actually explained. So, for example, the first five papers are written by someone who refers to themselves as a divine minister. Now, what is a divine minister? Well, if you read in the first part of the Arantia book, where it gets to those groups of personalities, it explains who they are, where they came from, what their role is. And then you understand, okay, well, that's why this person was assigned to write this particular paper. So, for example, you have some papers, some sections of the book that are written by seraphim, angels. One is actually written by Salonia, who claims to be the angel that spoke to Eve and Adam in the Garden of Eden. So there's other books, papers that are written by various Melchizedeks. One is written by a Melchizedek who is still really important in the government of our world, even as we speak. So where did it come from? Well, in the 1920s, this man, a well-known doctor, psychiatrist had a patient who's, who talked in his sleep and during the, the treatment or observation of this patient who they refer to as the sleeping subject uh, there were conversations that were had of a high order and this subject informed the doctor Sadler and his wife Dr. Lana Sadler that there would be a forthcoming revelation and it appeared over a period of time in handwritten form and uh, it w would appear at this person's house and they tried to th you know obviously the first thing you think of is the person wrote it or someone this person knows wrote it but that was never made clear 
there was never any credit taken by any human being. And so taken at face value, the book authors say that it's a revelation and it's intended to advance humanity. So we have to judge it on that premise alone. Uh, why is it important? Why is the Arantia book important? Well, you know, if you look around, it's easy to see that we're transitioning from one stage of existence to another. Um, you know, 100, 200 years ago is not that long when you think of the fact that intelligent man or civilized man has been around for about four or 5,000, maybe 10,000 years. But this particular period of time is much different from any other previous time. Things moved very slowly up until about the 1820s, and then things started to accelerate really, really fast. And because of that, I think that while we might be intellectually prepared, maybe even physically prepared, we may not be spiritually, morally, or ethically prepared because we're not, we're not able to see the big picture of what's at stake, of what else is out there, of where we're headed, of what we're supposed to be doing as a species or as a society. We have all these differing opinions and views, and there's, you know, geopolitical dominance, and there's war, and there's, you know, we just went through a pandemic, which is probably the first time in modern history that we all went through it together, and we were able to communicate with each other and communicate what was happening. You know, the events of the last 20, 30 years are unprecedented in human history. And so it is my belief that the revelators, the those who sponsored and mandated the book uh, felt that it was necessary for us to have this new information, not only about our humble beginnings, but also the beginnings of the universe, and also projecting outward and forward what our responsibilities are as a, as a human race. And you could take that on merit. You know, I always say to people, don't take my word for it. You know, read the book. All right, and then my final statement why should anyone read it? Well, if, if you're trying to get a sense of what could be true and you really want to know that this world isn't in vain or if you want to have a better relationship with uh, the divine creator or if you want to learn more about the life and example of Jesus or learn about our human history and how societies uh, evolved, or if you want to get a glimpse as to what a possibility could exist for us moving forward, then you're not going to be disappointed with the Arantia book. It, it, the prose, the articulation, the depth, the, the uh, grammar, the, the style, it, it's, it's just a pleasurable experience when you read the book. You actually do sort of feel like you know, wow, whoever wrote this knew what they were talking about. At least that's been my experience. So, but as people will tell you, it's, it's something that I've been carrying with me for a long, long time, since I was a young guy, 20 years old, and I've, I've never stopped reading it since. And if you're wondering if there's a church or any kind of a group, there, there are a group of readers worldwide, and a lot of them have started to form their own organizations, um, but it's not a requirement. There's no church. They don't have ministers. They don't have. They don't even have teachers. They have people that you can call and you go to study groups, and you can all talk amongst yourselves. But there's no real 
organizational structure outside of the associations and the organizations that that are doing social events. Um, I just had a guy on my show not long ago who took the book uh, to a symposium by uh, academics of, of science or religion uh, in the United States. And he introduced the Urantia book to these scholarly types because so little is known about the book, even though it's been around for, gosh, you know, a little over uh, almost 100 years. Yeah. Anyway, so I hope that I was able to answer some questions, and I hope that you will share this with others. And if you have any questions, uh, my contact information, urantiabookradio at gmail.com. And we'll see how this goes. And if people enjoy it and they like it, uh, perhaps we can venture on down the road with these video casts. In the meantime, thanks for stopping by.